Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Well, let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Marriage Thrown Away and says, 33 male found proof of cheating wife. Deep breath. Okay. Throwaway accounts here. I've been married to my wife for eight and a half years now, and we've definitely had our ups and downs. There were times I thought she may be cheating on me, but I never had enough evidence to prove it. Then things would get better. I take her word that she's always been faithful, etc. Lately, we've had one of those down times. We have two kids, two and four, and are in a financial mess at the moment. Credit card debt, daycare, mortgage, and so on. That's been affecting both of us. We're both unhappy with our financial situation and it's definitely sabotaging our love life. My wife has been dealing with it by going out with her friends, a lot, like twice a week or more. She also said she doesn't want to have sex because she's so depressed. Once again, I was concerned she may be cheating on me but had no evidence. Sunday night, I looked her in the eye and asked her, are you cheating on me? Her reply looking me in the eye was, no, that's not even an issue. I left it at that but wasn't convinced. I've noticed a few texts from random guys that I considered she may be sleeping with, but her phone has a password on it. One time last week, it was unlocked long enough for me to see a text from a guy as she was trying to hook up with her friend that mentioned something about meeting up at a bar she was going to with some of her co-workers. She told me who would be attending that night and didn't mention his name or her friend that he was supposedly interested in. Still not enough evidence, but I tucked that into the back of my mind. Then on Saturday night, she went with her dad to his annual company party. I know for a fact that she was there, as were a number of her relatives that worked for the same company. After the party, she slept at her uncle's house for a few hours, again verifiable, and came home early in the morning. After she got home and had slept for a bit, she asked me to get her cell phone for her. I unplugged it from the charger and saw there was a text from that morning from a name I vaguely recognized. I didn't mention it but put a lot of thought into who it might be. Then I remembered it was the name of the guy she lost her virginity to 17 years ago and realized that she'd probably text him while reminiscing about the first time they had sex, which happened to be in the same bed at her uncle's house. It was then I decided I needed to figure out her phone password. Last night, she went to the gym after work and said she did spin class on weights afterwards. I didn't think too much of it because she's been working out pretty hard lately. She likes to stay fit anyway, but it's now obvious why she's working out extra hard. This morning, I saw her phone laying on the dining room table and thought I'd give it a shot. Since there were now two conversations I felt needed to be read. After a few tries, I figured out her password and went to her messages. Nothing from either guy. She had deleted all those conversations. There was, however, a conversation with a co-worker of hers. 
That conversation sent my head spinning, hands shaking, and made my knees bend with weakness. While I was pretty sure I was being played, I now had proof. The conversation, paraphrase, was pretty much, I haven't had great sex in a long time. I'll come over after spin class. Him saying his living girlfriend wouldn't be home until 9, and him giving her his address and instructions for the keypad. Because of the last bits, I'm not sure they've slept together before, but it doesn't matter. Even if they haven't, I know this isn't the first time she's cheated on me. So, now what? I have legal coverage through my work, and I have called, but not yet spoken to, an attorney. I can't leave the house because, although this relationship going to crap really sucks, I will not leave my kids. They are the most important victims of this whole thing, and I don't want to lose custody of them. Seriously, I'm not planning to use them as bait. I just really won't give them up. If anyone leaves, it should be her. Of course, this is complicated by the fact that her siblings live with us, but I don't really feel like adding too many more identifiable details to this post. Sorry this post is long and possibly nothing new, but I have a lot on my mind and don't really know what I should do. Should I confront her tonight? Please help. And usually when we cover stories like this where you've got evidence or think you have evidence enough, People always suggest, you know, to speak to the professional's first lawyer, is it? Or solicitor, something like that. To make sure you have everything you need to move forward in the strongest position for you. Okay, Sally comes out with that immediately and says, if you're really done, don't want to try to work on it, counseling, etc., then I would not confront her until you talk to a lawyer. All you're going to do is get into a screaming match and upset the kids. That being said, if there's any part of you that thinks something is salvageable, Talk to her when you can. Do so calmly about all your options. I'm sorry and good luck. MT knows it, replies to that and says, yeah, I hate to say it, but having gone through and witnessed affairs and divorce, I'd say you need to let this cool and think for a bit. Reasoned answers usually make more sense than passionate ones. If you decide to end the marriage, commit to these kids for a lifetime. Every game, every custodial day, etc. This is now your life mission. Also, just keep this to you and your lawyer. No need messing up everything just to make yourself feel better for having vented. OP responds and says, thanks for the advice. I've mentioned counseling before now. If we're really going to try and salvage our relationship, it's going to be mandatory. I have a lot to sort out in my head and I don't know how done I am with this relationship at the moment. If we're really done, you're right. I wouldn't want to communicate at all and go down the lawyer path. On the other hand, the cheating needs to stop if we're going to try and work it out. The problem is... I think this has been happening with who knows how many people over who knows how long. So I won't know if this is salvageable or not until I get some kind of truth out of her. And then, of course, we have the kids on top of all of this. So I can't not talk to my wife for the rest of my days. Hubs says, When my now ex-wife cheated on me, I found out through her email. It was a lot more detail than I needed to see. We'd been having trouble for a while and when I read about her infidelity, I broke. I didn't give a crap anymore and I started being completely honest. I didn't sugarcoat things to spare her the truth anymore. I didn't not stay silent just because what I had to say wasn't nice. I told her what I thought in no uncertain terms, how I felt and everything. We didn't have kids and we still ended up getting a divorce. Mainly because I was finally able to admit that I married her for the wrong reasons and had never really wanted to. But that's all besides the point for what I want to tell you. When I stopped holding back, stopped protecting her, and started being just completely and apologetically honest, our relationship actually improved. It can be hard when a marriage gets rocky, 
People try and protect each other. People start sugarcoating things. And after a while, it's hard to separate who your partner really is from the role they are playing for what they perceive to be your benefit. Eventually, that role gets tiresome and people get bitter. But we forget how to be honest. Remember how to be honest. Try and get her to do the same. Lay it all out on the table. See each other clearly. And then you'll be in a position to decide what is right for the two of you going forward. If you are lucky, your relationship will improve. I won't promise that it will make anything all better and it may all fall apart. But if you both strip away the layers you have built up over the years, you will at least see your partner there and hopefully find some of what you have lost. Good luck. The pain gets better eventually. And one more comment from experienced lover who says you don't need the mother of your children sleeping around and you deserve better than someone who would do that. Get that proof to a lawyer. Take care of your divorce to have full custody. Does she play a part in your family income? If so, how big of a part? I wouldn't confront her until after you've spoken to an attorney. Then OP updates the post. They say, I want to thank all of you, well, almost all of you for your kind words, support and advice. It's been one hell of a day. I've been home for a few hours now and I'm trying to play it as cool as possible since my phone consultation with an attorney isn't until tomorrow morning. I did stumble across a few more details that I'll leave out for now mostly because I don't want to give too much away before we discuss things. I'll be sure to update you all again, as much as you've helped me get through today. I want to help the next person who comes along and needs some help. Thanks again. I'm off to try and sleep. Update 2. I just had a nice long chat with my attorney. It was good to talk about things in a more technical sense, rather than just focusing on all the emotions, especially after only one hour of sleep last night. Anyway, his basic advice was to discuss everything with my wife. As I mentioned in a comment below, I found more evidence on my wife's phone this morning. Basically, it was confirmation that she had, in fact, met up with a co-worker from the text messages and had sex with him. And then the emails that I read, she is in fact meeting multiple partners and told at least one of them that she has had affairs in the past and mentioned them by year. Beyond this, there's not really much left to do but figure out how to divide our time with the kids and our shared property. Oh, and confront her about the cheating. Of course, I plan to do that this weekend. Thanks again for reading this and for your help. Hope this can help someone else as well, preferably before things get out of control. I keep you posted. Unfortunately, that was the end of OP's story. I can only assume it's going to go down the divorce route, but what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Our next story comes from Nervous Accomplice 74 and says, Am I the a-hole for setting boundaries with my stepson? 
Forgive me for any mistakes. I'm a long-time lurker who made an account specifically to ask about this issue. I, 47 male, have a stepson, 16 male, who for the purposes of this post, we'll call T. I've been married to my wife, 48 female, for two years, and have two daughters, 7 female and 9 female, with my ex. Since the day T moved into my house, he has been nothing but disrespectful. I understand that change, especially change this drastic, moving, getting new siblings slash a new parent, is hard for a kid, but some of the stuff he does just crosses a line. For example, I transferred him to a really great private high school when he moved in because I wanted him to have the best opportunities. He always complains that he doesn't like his new classmates, that the school is too far away, it's like 15 minutes further than his old school, which is practically nothing, and that he doesn't like the environment. He doesn't understand that later he will thank me for this. I would have killed for an opportunity like this at his age. Additionally, he always breaks rules we have set in place. I've asked him to surrender his phone to the living room at 9pm to have some family time, but he says he wants to talk to his old friends. He constantly claims not to like the food his mother or I make, even when he hasn't tried it. His mother and I try to have a date night once or twice a week, and he always claims he's too busy to watch his stepsisters. We have always asked him repeatedly for the passwords to his social media accounts, and he refuses to hand them over, etc. I'm sick of the disrespect in my own house, so I've set some boundaries. Either he starts treating me with respect and listening to me, or he can find somewhere else to live. Obviously, I wouldn't really kick him out, but I'm hoping this scares some sense into him. My wife, however, said I took it too far and need to apologize and tell him I wasn't serious. I feel like this will undermine my authority, though. Am I the a-hole? Edit. I just want to clarify a few things because they seem to be causing confusion in the comments. He did not change schools when he was 16. We had him change when he was 14 when he moved into my house about halfway through his first year of high school. Also, he did know about the change. We talked to him about it beforehand. He wasn't excited, but he did know that he would be changing schools. And we're going to start off with Nut Michelle, who says, I haven't seen that name in a while, you're the a-hole, so you ripped this kid out of his school and away from his friends, and you're peed that he isn't kissing your ass in gratitude. Then you change up all of the rules he's ever known and are peed that he's resistant to the change. You expect him to give up his social life to watch your kids so you can go out and you don't understand why this would upset him. You can't be serious. Early Light says you're the a-hole. 9pm is absurdly early for a 16-year-old, especially since you deprived him of his friends by changing his school. That's my cutoff for my much younger children who see their friends all day. If you can afford private school, which you didn't ask for or want, you can afford a babysitter. You didn't ask to be a parent to your kids. You're being incredibly disrespectful, so I'm not surprised you're getting it right back. I'm sure his social media is full of ranting about you. Mine would be too. Winter Kiss says you're the a-hole. Threaten to kick him out over minor disrespect is going too far and will damage your relationship and his trust in you. Apologize sincerely. Explain your frustration and speak honestly from the heart. Also, it sounds like your stepson has been uprooted from everything he knows without having much choice, despite being nearly an adult. Was his school a bad one? The private school may be better, but one can still be highly successful with a public education. Did you talk to him before you made this choice for him? It sounds like he's pretty resentful, and he may have good reason to be. Edit, I also wanted to add, your kids are your kids. Your stepson is not obligated to babysit them. He's allowed to say no. You're offering to pay him. 
and he's entitled to some privacy. I think demanding the passwords to his social media is kind of invasive. Maybe compromise on him putting you or his mother on his friend list. And one more comment from Spare Article who says, so without knowing all the backstory, you officially became a part of his life when he was 14, which is a hard age as it is, and became a disciplinarian, made him change schools and now demand respect or else he'd be thrown out of the house. Dude, you approached this kid with a wrecking ball with no desire to foster a mutually respectful relationship. A 16-year-old does have a right to dislike his school environment. You seem to think he should just shut the F up and be grateful because you said so. And you're dismissive of him as a whole person who has a right to his own opinions. A loving step relationship evolves over time naturally. So to recap, his home life has changed because you are there. His school has changed because you are there. He no longer has his friends daily because you are there. And now he can't even talk to those friends because you're there. He can't have any privacy because you're there and you and his mum want to go out on dates. So he's got a parents and random kids for you. And you make empty threats about his home not being his home. I don't know what's worse, the fact that they're empty or the fact that he may think it's real. Jeez, the more I think about this, the angrier I get. You may be a stepfather, but you ain't his daddy. You're the a-hole and his mum too for allowing you to overrun his life. Congrats, you and mum will have zero relationship with him in just a couple of years. So Opie comes in with her first update and says, thank you for everyone who has taken the time to comment. And thank you further to the people who have offered helpful advice. I didn't come here to be vindicated. I came here to find out if I was doing everything I could for my stepson, and clearly I am not. I'm going to try and fix what I've done wrong. I'll offer him the option to switch back schools. Although I understand that it might be too late, and I will drastically ease up on the restrictions that we have set in place. Furthermore, I'm going to sit down and apologize. I want him to know he is cared for and that I was wrong. And just over a year later, Opie comes back in with an update and says, A little bit more than a year ago, I asked for advice on how to deal with my stepson. I was ripped to shreds in the comments, and deservedly so. For those who haven't read the post, I didn't feel like my stepson was respecting my authority after I improvised and overly strict rules upon him. I've had a few people ask for an update, but first, I wanted to clear up one thing. Many people assumed I took an underprivileged kid and put him into school full of rich kids. I couldn't be further from the truth. Before we married, he and his mother were very well off. We both have really well-paying jobs. The only reason he was in public school was because the schools in our area are really great. The only reason he switched to private school is because it is a STEM school, and I thought that would be beneficial to him. Now, onto the update. After reading the comments telling me how horrible of a stepfather I was, I felt sick. This may seem unbelievable, but I was genuinely trying to do right by him, and I was beside myself realizing that I did more harm than good. My stepson never knew his father, and I jumped at the chance to have that special father-slash-son bond with him. I eased up on many of the restrictions I placed. He no longer has to surrender his phone, and while we still do have family time, it's about once a week, instead of every night. He no longer has a bedtime, and while his mum follows him on his socials, I do not. I no longer demand his passwords to anything. The only time I've asked him to babysit is in the case of emergency, but surprisingly, now that I've stopped, he's been offering to babysit every once in a while. As for the school issue, he is still at the school we switched him to. We had many long talks about this very issue, and he ultimately decided to finish out his high school career at the school because while he missed his friends, 
He was able to recognize that this new school offered him the best opportunity to get into college he really wants to attend. Since all of this, the relationship between my stepson and myself has drastically improved. For his 17th birthday, we offered to get him a car and he and I had a really nice time picking out the right one. I've taken him to a few basketball games, which he loves, and I've enjoyed learning about the sport from him. He actually got a girlfriend and came to me for advice about dating, which is not something that would have happened before. I will say this, I'm blessed with an incredibly smart, kind, and compassionate stepson. Other kids may not have been so forgiving, and rightfully so. I urge other step-parents out there to really listen to their stepchildren instead of automatically trying to take over. You may not be as lucky as I was. And you know, reading the first post again and going over it, it's hard to believe that someone could write that, read it and think, I'm in the right here. But what's happened is happened. And in the update, it was really great to see that he had taken the advice on board from so many people and it seemed to have changed his attitude and is building a decent and what looks to be a healthy relationship with his stepson rather than trying to rule his way of life. Because I totally agree with some of those comments that were coming out in the original post. If this were to continue for the next couple of years, when he got to 18, it's like we've seen a lot of stories. That's it. They just cut off contact with you and that'd be the end of it. So it's always nice to see someone take that advice on board, apologize for it and try to do better. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. And I know I say it all the time, but it really, really does. Don't forget, at the very end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there for you that you can click on and it will automatically scroll through all the videos. Also, just to point out, someone pointed out, I won't name you, on Reddit the other day that the uploads playlist wasn't in newest order. It was mixed up or something like that from the highest views, I think. That's been change since so now it should play the latest video and continue to scroll through the rest of the videos hopefully that's better for you <laughs> as always don't forget to let me know your feedback is truly important and hopefully i'll see you in the next one take care and much love Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com